Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome uh, to episode 33 of the Echo Youth Podcast. The Echo Youth Podcast. Podcast. So, anywho, um, we're here, and it's great, and I'm going to take a swig of water real A fatty quick. swig of water after you had the past 10 minutes to take it. But he chose one we're recording. What an absolute beast. I'm thirsty. Okay, so today we're finishing up our uh, Bible reading plan of how to battle fear. So if you're struggling with that and you're just joining us for the first time, struggling with battling fear, um, just check back on the last three episodes and then this one, and uh, we'll talk you through that. We're going to start a new Bible reading plan next week called Unqualified. Yeah. It's like you, like un, like UN in parentheses, and then Qualified. And uh, it's a heater. It'll be really cool. Just talking about our calling and um, how even though we feel like we may not be qualified for what God's calling us to, he qualifies us. And uh, yeah, so it should be good. And then uh, at the end of tonight, we have a fancy little draft for you. Yeah, we got a draft with uh, some some interesting. This one will be tastes. very uh Opinion driven, very opinion driven. It'll so be, we'll uh, find out a lot about you guys. Yeah, you'll have to be, give us a a. Because at the end of the day, you could hate both of our things here. So yeah, you could. <laughs> Just depends on your outlook on life. Okay, so yep. that's all it is. Um, let's. Without further ado. Yeah, let's get into this uh, reading plan. Finish it up. The last day of how to battle fear. And the um, the devotional um, is is an, is entitled "Declare It." So, how to battle fear is just to declare things over our life to stand up against fear, um, to rebuke it. And so, here's some scripture that they have. There's a lot, but we're gonna try to jam through it pretty quick. So, Psalms one nineteen one o five says, "Your word is a lamp to guide my feet." And a light for my path. That's a scripture I quote all the time. Um, because I, I like how it illustrates there's a light out on the path, but there's also a lamp, a more a more intimate kind of light, a lamp unto my feet, right? And, uh, and then it also signifies that even if our path in our, in our, in the, the light right in front of our feet is lit up so we can see where we're supposed to, be going we still have to be making moves to take the steps to to go in that direction right and then the next one's romans 12 2 paul right into the roman church he says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think or renewing your mind i guess yeah um gotta renew that mindset uh you looking for the next one no, I was changing uh, 
translations. translations. Because I like the ESV on this one. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. So that's another thing, too, is how to overcome fears. You, like I said in the first one, um, you declare, you know that God is leading you and guiding you, and you trust that. And then the next thing is, uh, daily, just renewing your mind and refreshing, and, and mm-hmm. don't 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 bank on Sunday morning's experience at church to get you all the way through the week. Right, you got to be spending time with Jesus every day. That's bars. Second um, Corinthians ten five. This is Paul writing to the Corinthian church in the second letter that he writes to them. He says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's a really powerful one. That's tough. He's like talking about taking thoughts captive to obey Christ. Like you, you can like instruct your own thoughts. Like, you know, you have a thought that comes up that's not of God and you take captive, like you take control of that and say, no, like it's going to, my thoughts are going to submit to the Lord, right? And it's just super cool. Philippians 4, 8. This is to the church of Philippi from Paul. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So this is a scripture just telling us instead of thinking about what's scary ahead of us and, and having fear, these are things we should think about instead is what's honorable, what's just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent. Think about those things. Some pretty practical scriptures here. Yeah, there Colossians are. Colossians 3.2 says, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things of the earth. There's your blueprint basically right there. Mm-hmm. That could outline this whole thing. Yeah, for how to overcome fear. It's, 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 it, and that's something we've been talking about, like kind of this through line that like our, our, our problems here on earth, our physical issues, like are, are, are actually not the things we should be worried about. You know, it's, we should focus on the things in the spiritual realm, the things that are of God, you know? And, uh, Second Timothy 1 7 says, for God gave us, uh, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Um, and then 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And uh, that's kind of the the um, the, th- the thought that I had after reading this, um, or that scripture right there a while ago, is... If I can, if Jesus died on the cross for my sins and I can cast those all to him and not be worried about, like, I mean, I'm going to mess up, but when I do, I know he's there to catch me and then Mm -hmm. I like repent and I keep moving on. If I can do that and if I can actually live a life with grace, why can't I live a life absent of anxiety because I've given that to him? Yeah. If that makes sense. Why, Why wouldn't God be able to take that? from me as well if he can take the weight of my sins i'm sure he can handle the weight of my anxiety and my stress and my you know what yeah, i mean for sure and so the, i think it's important for us to know like i know and it's i know this is like easy to say i guess but um 
but it's like we just kind of hand those things over to God and trust that he's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's how we battle fear. And so there's a lot of scripture right there. Uh, if you miss anything, you can just rewind and check it check it back again. Uh, but Ben, um, drop me a question or two. Yeah, let me and, drop me some uh, bars. And then we'll move on after this. Sounds fantastic. Let me see which one I want to hit you with first. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go with this one. First question is, why is it important to pray even when you don't feel it as a feeling? Yeah. Um, this is good. So um, I talk about this with, with our team, especially our worship team. Um, and and it may, hopefully this will bridge the gap a little bit. Mm-hmm. I talk about it a lot in, in terms of in, in prayer, I think, is... Um, goes hand in hand with worship, and so I, I talk about this in, from the worship standpoint. Where worship is, I think for a long time we, we've gotten worship relatively wrong um, yeah. as Christians, especially as young Christians, because you when you fully, I think it's like uh, it, it's it's like this chicken and the egg thing. Because as a kid, when you fully give everything to God in worship. You get this immense amount of like uh, peace and just love, and it's overwhelming. And you, as a kid, I remember like in you know junior high and stuff, and I just give my everything at these camps and youth services, and mm-hmm. people bawling my eyes out, just overwhelmed by God's love, you know. And so then I, I so then what happens if is if you're not coached through that, yeah, you start to think that, or you start not to think, I don't know. You start to subconsciously base your um, your uh, ability to worship on the feeling of the room, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because of how how the experience was when we were younger, now it's the same thing. It's like if I am really feeling it, and I feel like God is touching me and speaking to me, and and then I'll worship, right? And it's and it's backwards because worship is a, is a gift from us to God. And that should not be conditional on how we feel, right? If we're giving a gift, I'm not going to get, Ben, I'm not going to give you a gift. Yeah. And then if you don't do something for me, then I'm "Ah, I'm taking that back. I don't want that. I don't want to give you that gift anymore, Mm -hmm. right? But that's how we worship sometimes is we start to worship or we wait to worship until we feel like God has done his part. Yeah. In like, uh, making us feel a certain way but that's not what worship is and i think it's the same with prayer mm-hmm. sometimes we 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 wait till usually two scenarios we wait until we've hit rock bottom and then we start praying yeah or we wait till like the room is just just right and the lights are just right and the music is playing just right and yeah. and everyone right volume yeah and everyone else is is praying real hard and we're real excited and then and then now i'll pray right and uh, and so we have to not have our prayer and our worship conditional on how we feel or what we think God is doing um, in that moment. And we have to start thinking of worship as a gift and prayer as a conversation. And I and you can't always be the first one to text, right? Yeah. And so sometimes you got to pick up the phone and call God, right? And be like, hey, you know. Uh, 
let's talk, you know? Yeah. It can't always be God knocking on your door and be like, hey, can, hey, we, bro. can we talk? And you're like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? So we got to set the tone sometimes for our own lives. You absolutely love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the second question, I'm throwing you on the hot seat a little bit, is it talks about in the beginning of the devotional, um, taking the following verses, the ones we that you just read, taking them to heart, and then turning them into declarations, praying those over yourselves. Do you have any personal tips to get in a routine of doing that? Yeah, I mean, it's my my uh, my way of getting into a routine is like super old school. I write it down like in a notebook or on like a. If you ever. Um, whether you go to the church or not, if you're just listening from 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 afar, from somewhere else, if you ever find yourself at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, <laughs> in the offices in my office, <laughs> if you ever find yourself in my office, you'll see my <laughs> desk is like riddled with sticky notes and notepads and and to some people it looks kind of cluttered, um, but to to me, um. It's like a message board for me almost. It's like a bulletin. It's like yeah. I've got like seven steps on one one of them. If you look like on my desk, like to the right, um, it's kind of in the back. There's seven steps to start my day off, basically. So every time I sit in that chair, I look over and I go through the steps. And, one, and it starts with prayer and, and then some worship and then reading of Psalms and doing this. And... Um, and so, what, yeah, so simply what I would do is if you want to take those sets of scripture, go on your app, find them, right? Open them up, and then in your notebook, write down, like translate a declaration that you're going to you're gonna pray. Yeah. And so you just write it, and like for however long it takes for you to overcome fear, and say like, my daily prayer, and then like step one, right? And you, and the, the, the scripture, so step one, it's like cast, uh, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So declaration one, um, God, I will follow you no matter what. Thank you for lighting my path, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then like number two, you write down, the, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of, of your mind. So boom, right there. So number two, declaration is, my mind will be renewed by you today, God, right? And you, and then you go down to the next one, right? Um take every thought captive to obey Christ. Like I'll have control over my thoughts today. Yeah. You know, like you just go down the list and then at the end of it, you'll have however many scriptures are here. You'll have your list of declarations and then you just create that habit. And then after a while, like you won't even have to look at it no more. Yeah. You'll just know it. You just wake up in the morning and you'll start declaring those things over your life. And so that's the simple, simple way for me, how I would do it. Another way that I've taught some of our youth kids to like get things in their head is you do notes on your phone and screenshot it and then make it your lock screen. Every time you open your phone, you got seven declarations that are right there and you just read them aloud. And, uh, or whatever you got to do, if you got to write them on your hand in pencil or not pencil, <laughs> in pencil, you write them in your hand and in chalk, no, I'm just kidding. In pen. Um, and, uh, Look at it every once in a while. I don't know. Do what you got to do. Yeah, everything. And, uh, everyone's unique. Whatever works for you. Write it on your mirror at home in your bathroom. Yeah. Your declarations. Don't let your so parents erase t- it. Yeah. Th- this is 
important here. This is important, mom and dad. Like, don't, don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. And so every time you like wake up and you brush your teeth or you're going to the bathroom or I don't know, you just start in there and you see it and you declare <laughs> those things over your life. You love to see it. And uh, yeah, so that's 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 what I would do. Hopefully that answers that. Yeah, no, I think that was perfect. That was my last question, but I do have a quick little statement I want to throw on. Okay. Um, one of my favorite worship songs that talks about fear and kind of the storm is Peace Be Still. Mm-hmm. And when we absolutely bang that out at South Coast Christian, one of the lines in the song is simply, Oh heart, believe. Yeah. And some of the most authentic, like crazy worship th- like experiences in my personal life have happened to those three words. Uh-huh. Because I think sometimes when you get yourself in a certain situation where you're just at the end of your rope, simply declaring to your heart, like, believe. Yeah, simply yeah, yeah. telling your heart, believe, can change your entire situation. And so that's going on with a tip from from me that has changed my perspective on things. Is sometimes you just have to tell your heart <laughs> yeah. to, like, yo, like, believe. And just k- kind of refresh your mindset with the things of the spirit, yeah. and just be able to uh, kind of take a look from the outside. As Brett talks about a lot, like the art of reflection, yeah. kind of just step back and really just kind of like take yourself into the third person and just analyze the situation. Yeah, so. no, it's good because you're like singing those lyrics and you're singing them over and over again, and then you start singing "Oh Heart, Believe," like believe what I just said, right? Yeah. You know, and and. And what I just sung and what I just, right? And, and, and then you start to like realize that if you declare things, and the other thing that I want to start like getting back into, and I think, I think that we maybe don't talk about it enough, but the power of, simply the power of the name of Jesus um, mm-hmm. can just make yeah. a huge difference in any situation. So as you're declaring things, finish it off with in Jesus' name every single time, right? Yeah. And, and, and even if you're telling your heart, like believe Oh heart, like believe that that God is true. Believe that that He's gonna be there in the midst of the storm. Believe, right? You know, in Jesus' name, right? Yeah. And you'll see mountains move, and it'll be crazy. Awesome. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> I purposely got super loud right there, so sorry. Sorry, headphone users. There you go. That was the the end of my uh, questions for Sweet. today. Okay, let's move on to our draft, and this one. Uh, sh- it should go by pretty quick because we're like limited yeah. to the amount of things we could pick. Yep. Because it's a little uh, different draft. And it is, um, so if we uh, knew that, I don't know, I'm trying to get, not get morbid here, but like. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rough. You just got to say how it is, I think. If you could eat one last meal, right? Like one one last meal. Like you're getting old, you know, it's it's your time to go be with Jesus. And you're like, I'm going to eat one last meal. What do you eat? What, is, what do you eat? So this is basically and our favorite meal. and uh, Well, with the parameters of uh, your drink. Yeah, you got to have a drink. Two sides. Two sides. A main course or a main dish, rather. Yeah. And then you got to wash it down with some dessert. Dessert, yeah. And so, so there's five different categories, and we're going to draft in each of those categories, and you guys will vote on... Which meal of ours you would eat? Rather yep. eat. Which one you would have? So, with no further ado, we're going to go rock, paper, scissors, and we're going to get into it. It's going to be crazy. Let's go. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, gosh dang it. 
Got him. Laser beam. Good at rock, paper, scissors. He's in my head. Yeah. Living rent free up there. So I'm picking my main dish right off the bat. Okay. First overall pick. Yo, let me get my thing up. Okay. Well, here's my first overall pick, and it is uh, ribs. Mmm. Very solid choice. Yep. Main dish is going to be ribs from Big Baby B. Nice. What kind of ribs? This isn't important, but I'm just curious. No, it's super important, actually. You can't I mean, go wrong. there is a right choice. You can't go wrong, but I'm doing beef ribs because they're absolutely massive. Yeah, that's a solid choice. And uh, and they'll be good. And pork ribs are really good, too. But a, like a beef yeah, rib beef that's ribs like this like big. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a solid choice. So beef ribs. I'm a ribs. huge fan of pork ribs, but. I love both of them. But I love both as probably well. equally. But it's just like you just—it's—it just feels different having a, a rib this big. It's oh, like yeah. as big as your forearm. You feel and like you're a real man chomping into it. Yeah, a real woman just going in on that thing. You just—you just feel like this is where you're. Supposed you're on the to top be. of the world. Yeah. But the the like baby back ribs, you know, and you can eat those too. Those are good too. Dude, so I, there's no discriminating. Oh man, ribs in general, just throw them out there. Yeah, I'll slam down some ribs. All right, so since you took the main dish, I don't have to worry about that. So I'm not going to draft that right away. I'm going straight to dessert. Okay. And I'm going to lock down <laughs> the volcano cake from Rainforest Cafe. I'm telling him to whip me up one of those bad boys. A volcano cake? You you know what I'm talking about, right? I th- I'm pretty sure. Is it the chocolate one? Yeah, it's just a huge chocolate volcano yeah, with yeah. a brownie, ice cream, and cake <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> it's literally epic. They bring that sucker out with sparklers on it. I get the whole presentation too. I like that volcano cake. That's good. That's a good pick. Oh man, that sucker's delicious. Um, I'm having flashbacks <laughs> to when we could go sit down in restaurants. Yeah, it feels so bad. Some places have outdoor seating, which is nice, but okay. Yeah. So I think I have to solidify one of my sides here. Okay. Because there's definitely a right choice to go with ribs. There is. And I'm kind of nervous. There's a bunch of right choices, actually. Mm-hmm. There's a whole list of them. But my favorite right choice to go with ribs is mac and cheese. I got to so, get another side now. <laughs> let's go. So well, I got... been better, but... Because it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of mac and cheese. I mean, you can do... I was just gonna you could do bar- barbecue chicken mac and cheese. You could do bacon mac and cheese. You could do mac and cheese with yeah. lobster in it. You could do. That was mine. I was gonna throw some bacon in mine. <laughs> but yeah, so I got some old. I got some southern mac and cheese style, barbecue style. Bang. Yeah, you're you're building quite the meal here. Ribs and mac and cheese. I don't mess around. Yeah, no. If you know me, big dogs gotta eat. You know what I mean? And so oh, that's a Texas size ten four. <laughs> and so uh, I'm not messing around with my food choices. We take this seriously here. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to knock down a side as well because I don't want you to get this one as two because I feel like this one would easily go with yours. And I'm going to go ahead and pick um, twice-baked potatoes. Twice-baked potatoes are flames. They're oh, super they're good. so good. So side number one for me, twice-baked potatoes. It's a good pick. Really good pick. Come up another side now. Um, okay, I'm going to do another pick. Okay. Yeah, and well, that's how the game goes. 
Yeah. So I got ribs. I got mac and cheese. And then I'm just going classic uh, french fries. Okay. I was going to pick barbecue beans, but mm. I feel like, I mean, they're really good, but I feel like. Yeah, you got to get some pigs here. You got to get some pigs here. You got to get some fries. And so it'd be be good. So French fries, mac and cheese, and ribs. So you're, you're shaping up quite the meal. Yeah. In case you didn't know, I like that backyard barbecue stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so these are these are just your typical French fries. Yummy, yummy. French yummy. frizzles, bro. All right. All right. Let's see. The I'm only not, the only really thing you could pick that I haven't picked is a drink, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's I'm not worried point. about my drink. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna go with my main dish, which it was gonna be a filet mignon. Ooh. I'm going out with a nice tender steak. That's a good pick, obviously. I literally have I have oh, two because I love steak so Because I knew there's only one pick. My two things were steak and ribs. Yeah. If you picked ribs, I was going to steak, so there we go. They're off the board. You'd love to see it. Um and it has to be medium rare, otherwise you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, as close to rare as we could possibly get yeah, without me dying. Throw her on the grill and it says moo or it says ouch, rip her off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating that Throw sucker. Her on, and then we're done. Yeah, right we're good. Um, okay. So I have a drink and a dessert. Yep. So I'll go with my dessert. Okay. And I'm going to do a gelato ice mm. cream. Italian ice cream, if you will. Yes. And the flavor that I will go with is yeah, that's important here. mint chip. Heater. Yep. Mint chip gelato. What a way to go out. That's Yeah, that's quality. Also, the reason I picked that pick is because there's some in my freezer literally right now. <laughs> You'd love to hear it. I'm thinking about, about it. About it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have one more side and then my drink ski. I'm trying to knock my side back. I'm taking corn on the cob. Yeah, you are. Corn on the cob, potatoes, steak. Ooh, it's kind of funny we both went the barbecue route, but... This is so, like my favorite okay. kind of food. So I was thinking about it actually, and like the reason I go, the reason I go with like the barbecue route whenever you build a meal, is because that that's the only thing. I mean, you can build meals in other food genres, I guess, food types, but that's the the main one that has a billion sides, a billion main dishes, yeah, a billion desserts. It was because I was thinking about like I I love Mexican food, but my basically my whole meal is just a burrito. Like you have your, yeah, you have your <laughs> yeah you have your sides, your main course, and your dessert basically all in wrapped in a tortilla, and you eat it, and it's really good. Yeah. So big fan of Mexican food. If I had one type of food, like one thing I could eat at the very end, it'd be a burrito. But I gotta have main course side dishes, and I could just have a have a pl- a paper oh, yeah. plate just stacked full of beef ribs, yep. mac and cheese, french fries. <laughs> Eat that sucker. Some some gelato on the side. Don't even put it in a cup for me. Just give me the tub and, yeah, and a I'll spoon and back. I'll be fine. Um 
And so, with that, my last pick, my drink, you saw it coming. Yep. It's really easy to tell what I'm going to pick. I and it's know. sweet tea. Yep, I was going to say, sweet tea. There's no way you don't get sweet tea there. Sweet tea. So, I mean, come on. And not like this, like, gentle sweet tea. Like, I want a couple, like... Pounds, a couple of pounds of sugar, sugar in, 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 sugar. in my sweet tea. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. Get behind that. So, I don't even want to taste the tea part of it. I just yeah, want just it to look water. like tea, and then I just want it to taste like sugar. So, there it is, sweet tea. That was my last pick. Yeah, the ultimate barbecue meal, right there. To be honest, my last pick is also my drink ski. Well, I think we all know where this one's going for. If you've, if you know me. He's going to go with a Dr. Brew. I am going to throw down a Dr. Pepper. And I'm drinking an entire two liter with my final meal. That's That That was my thought process here. If this is my final meal of all time, I have to have my favorite drink of all time. I'm going out. Which like, is a Dr. Pepper. That's the thing. Like, okay, If you know me, like I can usually kind of control myself a little bit while eating. <laughs> but if this is my last meal... I have no care in the I'll world. Eat, I'll eat a whole rack of ribs by myself. I'll eat a whole tub of mac and cheese. I'll eat a, a, a whole... You're, However many fries you want to make, I'll eat them all. Don't don't matter to me. <laughs> that was many potatoes you dice up. The mint chip gelato, just give me, like I said, the whole tub, and I'll sit there and finish the whole thing. Yeah. And the sweet tea, don't even worry about pouring me a drink. Just give me give me the, the pitcher. Yeah. Just give me that, and put a straw on it, and we'll be good. Like yeah. that. Yeah, that's just how that's it's gonna be. So I I I know what, I know what you're saying. I know how you're feeling. Um. Okay. So here's the the picks, and we'll we'll close it out. And this was a really quick podcast, which is great. Uh, I pick first, so I'll say mine. I got ribs, mac and cheese, fries, sweet tea, and mint chip gelato. And Ben has a filet mignon, twice baked potatoes, corn on the cob, Dr. Pepper, and a volcano cake. That's a game. I would literally be so happy with <laughs> either, either of these Either one of them, I'd be so stoked. <laughs> so, I'm down. So, we'll uh, we'll put these on online. Um, and on the Instagram. Yeah, so head over to our Instagram. Also, we never said it. I absolutely destroyed Brett in the last week. So oh, thank you. I was everyone. trying to go this whole episode without saying anything. Yeah, I'm not letting my sweet victories get out of here. Yeah, Ben's I won was on two a weeks in a row. Streak, but now I'm turning it around. She's coming back. It's 17 to 13 now. So, um, but that was it. I'm sorry. I cut you off. You're good. I totally forgot what I was saying, but it's fine. It's literally You're just closing it out, boss. It's literally fine. Um, yeah. Head over to Instagram. Echo Youth SEC and, and vote for whichever uh, meal you think is the best or whichever one you would enjoy the most. Or or if you're vegetarian, know. literally sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, we could do like Beyond Meat ribs and Beyond Meat <laughs> filet mignon. So if you're vegetarian, just see it through that scope, okay? Yeah, there you go. Um, because we love you too. Um, yep. I think that's it. Uh, don't forget to leave a... Rating and review if you feel so inclined, if you're enjoying yourself. Yep. Um, if this podcast is blessing you, we hope it is. Um, shout out to South, Co- South Coast Christian, our church. Let's go. For letting us do this. Shout out to Echo Youth. Shout out to uh, the Spitballers podcast, as which is our inspiration for this for funny most of the these fu- funny segments. Um, shout out to my wife, Danielle, for putting up with us boys on Sundays every yep, the week. Big Diesel. Um, 
Yeah. See the other shout outs we can get real quick. Shout out to everybody. You know who you are. Yeah. Um, cool. So, hey, we're going to wrap it up. Um, hope, hope you have a good week this week. Um, hey, over, overcome fear this week, right? You know, set, yeah. set, set your um, habits in place that are declaring victory over your life in Jesus' name, right? So, with no further ado, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro. Cue the outro.